series, we've got you covered on 100.2 FM, FM. Feel Good Music. Feel Good Music. So the four-day work week is uh, expected to be placed in South Africa. If we remember, we've discussed this, guys. We've spoken about this. The is not happy. The four-day no. week is being adopted all over the world in a bid to improve productivity and wellness in the workplace. Some say a four-day week is well uh, suited to South African problems, such as uh, load shedding and unemployment. We now speak to Karen Lovey, who is um, oh, the director of the four-day week and co-chair of the four-day week coalition. Good afternoon to you, Karen. Hello, hello. Thank you very much for having me. Good to have you on the show. Uh, Karen, by the way, is the director of a four-day week and co-chair of the four-day week coalition. Welcome to the Sounds Monday very afternoon. Fancy, doesn't it? Excellent. So explain well, how a four-day work week um, will it work, how it will work, and how it will benefit both the employer and the employee. All right. Let me start with what the four-day work week is, because I think there's a couple of misconceptions about uh, it being a Friday off or a day off. So essentially at the heart of the four-day week is 100% income for 80% of your time for mm. 100% output. So we call it the 180-100 rule. So essentially what this is is an experiment on productivity. And I think South Africa has a very time-based productivity metric, not an outcomes-based productivity metric. So there really is no better time in South Africa to be having discussions around how to increase productivity in the workplace. And with better productivity comes better bottom lines. Uh, further down the line, that means employment and all of the rest. But if you look at the benefits for an employer and an employee, they are, they are quite far-ranging. So obviously at the center is productivity. But I think the second biggest um, area that we're wanting to shift the markers on and where we've seen success globally is in overall staff well-being and thirdly in the return to work. You know, South Africa's had a prolonged lockdown. Um, and, you know, this concept of presenteeism and absenteeism in the work workforce is, 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 is very, very important for, for employers to get their staff back to work, to get them productive at work, to increase staff engagement, and to also just increase staff well-being overall. Gallup has us, as Gallup has in, as in their, their findings, we've got, we're one of the most depressed nations in the world from well-being scores, which is, which is quite alarming. So if you look at the employee benefits, well, that time off can equate to greater well-being, uh, reduced stress, reduced burnout, better life satisfaction. Um, even some of the pilots globally are, are starting to see some uh, improvements in gender, gender distribution um, in terms of household labor. So, so the benefits are, are for both employer and employee, but it's really, really important that, that South African businesses and individuals and the public understand that this is not about a Friday off. It's not about a day off. This is a translation into time off. It's a, it's a gift of time that an employer gives an employee in return for the same or greater levels of outcomes so, and productivity. So does Karen, that make sense? So, yes, it does. So does it mean less work or less pay? And has it been proven to work elsewhere in the world? Yes, it means it, it does not mean less pay. So it's 100% pay for less time. So what we're asking South African businesses to do is give staff time off for the same pay in return for the same level of productivity, for the same output. So it's time off. So we're reducing the standard sort of 40-hour working week 
to a 32-hour working week. And that could look very different from individual to individual. If a working mom might want two half days, someone might want a Friday, someone might want a Monday, someone might want a long uh, four-day weekend each month. It can translate into different quota ratios um, and across different industries. And there's been a lot of success internationally. They have many, many pilots uh, running to Ireland, currently has 17 companies and 500 employees on. And I think the most exciting one that really we're all tracking at the moment that is at the midway mark is United Kingdom, with 73 companies and over 3,500 employees on. And of those that are currently in the pilot program, 86% have said that they will continue with the four-day week indefinitely. It has been an overwhelming success. Productivity levels have remained the same or increased. Well-being markets have gone up. And, uh, yeah, overall, UK companies uh, seem to be very, very happy with, um, with, with the results of the, of, of the pilot program. So have you finalized the number of companies who will participate in the pilot? And uh, we, when are you expecting we, to do the, the pilot? All right. So, so no, we have not finalized the number of companies. But what I'm very excited about is the optimism that we've experienced so far. So we have a lot of interest, especially from our coalition partners that are, that are helping drive this. Um, I think some industry sectors are easier than others or perceive it to be easier than others to, to join. But the pilot is really, really simple. There is onboarding starting on the 1st of November for a period of three months. And the actual experiment, as in the pilot, will kick off in February 2023 hmm. for a period of six months. But the most exciting part about this particular pilot is Boston is going to be working in collaboration with Stellenbosch Business School so that we have unique South African metrics that are in place to analyze the impact of the pilot for South Africa-specific companies. And that I'm really, really excited about because there is also a larger social compact at play here that we're hoping that we can turn the dial on youth skills development and upliftment. And in fact, even with the coalition that we've got appointed, our youth coalition is going to supersede our our main advisory panel because we have 7.7 million unemployed youth between the ages of 15 and 35. And these youngsters need to be part of the conversation about redefining what the future of work looks like in South Africa. Um, so, so we're hoping to turn the dial on productivity. We're hoping to turn the dial on mental health and well-being in the workplace. We're hoping to uh, help corporates getting their staff to return to work, better well-being, but also a broader social compact that is unique and fulfills the nuances of the South African sort of socioeconomic environment. Excellent, uh, Karen. And how will you ensure effective implementation while ensuring maximum output from employees? What we've done is we've aligned to the EU trial. So there is a very large global change management uh, sort of plan that underpins this entire pilot where Mm. there are uh, there's a network of mentors, experts, change management experts, et cetera, that will be partner with local businesses that participate in the pilot to ensure that the pilot is a success within each organization. We obviously have access to a huge number of global case studies um, where it's been successful from construction to healthcare, from telecommunications to ad agencies to retail to manufacturing. So there are not many industries that global pilots have not sort of, uh, you know, given us data on. So we've got a lot of learnings which we can extract. And then there is an onboarding process that's got training, mentoring, networking, and obviously backed by academic research, which is, you know, gives us all the stats and the data to keep uh, pushing us forward. And there, there are weekly check-ins, monthly check-ins, three-month uh, three report check-ins, and obviously the final report at the end of, end of the six-month period. So we're really hoping South Africa will sort of show up for the first pilot 
And while we're doing that, we're going to get ready for a standalone South African pilot for, the, for Q, uh, Q3 of 2023 to kick off in September as well. Are you encouraging employees to persuade their employers, their bosses, to participate in the pilot? Yes, because they have to be a part of the conversation. This is the, what's so special about this particular initiative is an opt-in, voluntary, bottom-up approach. So mm. leaders should not be dictating the success of the pilot. It's about consultative sort of co-creation of what the future of work looks like for that particular business and, and the consultative approach to getting the staff in, in, involved. But it is voluntary. It is not this sort of mandated, forced back to work, which is obviously getting a lot of pushback in, 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 in South Africa at the moment. Sorry, and I've completely forgotten your second question. Uh, no, I think that was it. Uh, I was asking about, you know, you, you did respond to the question that I asked about uh, encouraging employees to persuade their employers to participate in the pilot. Yes, there's going to be a Convince Your Boss series, which we are going to announce next week, um, which will also give members of the public and employees, generally speaking, a chance to understand you know, what the four-day week is. And I think this is, and again, to go back to my starting point, it's not just a day off. It's not a Friday off. And I think there are, so that is the public and employees need to understand what it is and, and be armed with the right, you know, ammunition to be able to go to their employers and say, hey, listen, you know, there is a way for me to be productive and a way for me to honor the gift of time off that you're giving me. And it's a win-win for employer and employee. But everything that you need to read on this is... Um, all aggregated on every social media channel um, with the number Four Day Week SA. So you can find us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, um, TikTok, etc. Um, on Four Day Week SA. There's everything that you need to know about the pilot. There's everything that you need to know about the about the coalition. Um, and please reach reach out to us. Um, all businesses, we you know whether you're a micro and under ten employees or whether you're a large corporate with over a thousand, everybody is welcome, and we really would like to see South Africa beating the United Kingdom in terms of the number of pilot participants that we have. So my dream and vision is to have one hundred South African companies with five thousand employees on the first pilot. That would be my big win, but even if it's ten. And we get to shift the conversation on productivity and mental well-being in South Africa. I think we've we've won something at least. Thank you so much, Carol, for chatting. Karen, for chatting to us. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Excellent, director of uh, Four Day Week and co-chair of the Four Day Week Coalition. It may work in other countries. It's not going to work in South Africa because I'm sure even. And you know what? If if you're an employee, don't you dare go to your boss. Because your boss will remind you how often when there was a long weekend, you actually didn't even come to work. You only came to work on a Thursday. And mm-hmm. I was telling you, how how is that helpful? So, listen, man, even if we were to work two days a week, we'll still complain and say we're tired. Okay, but let's start at four, and then let's see ah, if we'll complain. No, 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 no. South Africans work four days a week anyway. Yeah, that's what people get, are saying. You guys keep they saying. Work, yes. they, they get to work yeah. late on Monday, yeah. and they leave work early on Friday. Yes. Let's just do it. They lock, they lock. They they lock out by Thursday. They are no longer focusing. They, they, yeah, they're, they're and, uh, and, and let's so, give it a try. So then. so you wanna do the show Monday to Thursday? No, but no, nah, I don't you're want to. You're not answering a question. I, but I don't want it. You don't want you it. Don't so want it. other kids must try it. 
Galogu so, don't want to. So it should you, be optional. Do you get what I mean? So Violet Lapakwa Kulapaya, what's going on? Violet left me, fam. Oh, good. Oh, because yeah, she bounced. Yeah, she, Violet she, she got tired of your antics. She, she, she wanted to do a four day work with me, and I was like, nah. So are you going to do the same? What? With a new valet? Um, I can't, unfortunately. Wow. I need a. I need somebody that can push. Eh? Yeah. Having a kid Every business not... needs people who can push. Yeah, I need somebody who can push. This is, listen, it might it might work in other countries. It's yeah. not gonna work here. Okay, how about four days in the office and then a day out of the office? Uh, what? No picnic. No, I mean you can then uh, work from remotely from wherever you want to. How about so still maintain that remote way because we started we started with it you know right? how rough during it the is? peak of COVID. So let's for those who, st- who want their employees back in the office, let's do four days in the office and one day. Other companies remotely. actually doing that. Yeah, I, I think firstly, I think public holidays should be scrapped. All I of don't them. mind if public holidays are scrapped because I work on public holidays. It's not going to happen. But one day, guys, let's work remotely. I'll, I'll tell you why I think public holidays should be scrapped. Because basically, public holidays for me is like you, they're giving you a voucher instead of money. They're telling you when to take time off. Whereas, if they scrap them and they give you those days for you to choose when you want to But they're be not going to do that. That's the thing. I'm just saying. Yeah, they're not going to do that. What because now? employees hate, hate, hate public holidays as is. Yeah. Oh, really, do they? Employers. Oh, employers. Oh, employers. Public I holidays. Employees. No, employees so gobble that thing up. What COVID has taught us, mm-hmm. and for those who are very happy to work from home, yeah. is that when you work from home, you are a slave. You that's wake up true. at and 8 o'clock and you knock off at midnight. Yeah, I can tell you that. Yes, that's true. It is rough, you know? Yeah. So it even messes up with your plans, with your family, because is you are cons- true. Yeah. So you're actually you're, more stressed when you're Yes, home. of that course. So uh, now, now. I but see. can I be stressed be. But while looking at the ocean? Hmm? Do you get what I mean? Yes, because yeah. you keep working. So let me, let me be, be stressed, stressed in Zimbali or Bali no, or something. but you'll still be stressed because yeah. then you won't get to enjoy the ocean because you're busy working and people phoning just you and being frustrated. I did, yeah, I get it, but I sometimes you just don't want to get into the office. No, guys. no, no, no. This is going to be tough. And you know what? Some people, should this be passed, yeah. right? Some employers are actually going to take advantage and, uh, and abuse uh, those who don't have voices to say, yeah, okay, if you are going to work four days a week, you don't come on the, you will only pay you for four days. Where do yeah, you go? That's, that's, that's yeah. where it's gonna go. Yeah. It will be abused. Left, right, and Santa. Left, right, and Santa. There you go. That's it. That's a Monday afternoon. It's Radio 2000 and Music Your Memories.